0: This week on Retronauts we find out just what the hell is going on with a Bobo's head. Hello, everybody. Welcome to Retronauts Live, episode 54. I'm your host, as always, Bob Mackey, back in the studio after, I think, about a month of not being here. And today, we're going to be talking about Double Dragon. Who
1: is doing Retronauts?
0: Uh, I don't know. It's Shadow Mackey, I think. (laughs) But let's talk about who is here first. Who is the guy that just spoke up to my right? I'm Sam Claiborne, writer for IGN.com. That's right. And who else do we have? And I'm Ray Barnholt. Who are you, Ray? I'm a
2: freelance writer.
0: Thank you. (laughs) And of what? Come on. You you have a magazine, right?
2: yeah yeah what is it um you tell me i'm playing no, I'm 20 kidding, questions so. with ray i'm sorry i'm just fucking with you now <laughs> okay uh, yeah I, I make scroll in magazine we'll about talk retro games about, we'll coincidentally talk more. enough yeah that's why
0: he's here and uh, jose otero was going to be here but he is sick with some mysterious illness and we wish him the best
1: i'll be playing jose <laughs>
0: <laughs> that that's, a, a, that's jose? a killer jose is
1: that a, thank you
0: yeah yeah uh, it's like i believed he was here for a second uh but yes today we're going to be talking about double dragon but first yes. i have some listener mail <laughs> yes, I've been holding on to quite a few of these for a while for well, some you reason. Actual mail. Yeah, actual letters. People, people mail in actual letters. in Uncle Bart. Uh, we I think Sam
2: has said that every time he's on the
1: show. Uh, yeah, it's already. like, Sam, why are you constantly surprised? Uh, because, but anyways... Well, we, I'm more surprised that they're the same letters every time. But uh, you some of them somewhere. are the I'm same people,
0: but uh, we've been doing movie-based episodes our last times in here, so there wasn't any time to read these, but now we have time. So let's read our first letter from Jared, who I met at E3, and really nice guy. He mm-hmm. says, uh, "Dear Bob and friends. By the way, this letter is from I think July, so I'm sorry that it's taking this long, but Wait,
1: is this Jared that we all met at E3? He was at our party?"
0: yeah, I don't want to say his last name because I'm not sure if no, he wants I, us that's to say, why but, I didn't but um say his last yeah, name. that's a, that's a Jared that we know.
1: Yeah, what's so, up, Jared?
0: What's up, Jared? He says, "Dear Bob and friends, I hope this letter finds you well. Many thanks to the four of you for the kindness and courtesy. Bob, Jose and Jeremy and Marty showed me at E3." So there you go.
1: What a dick.
0: <laughs> yeah, we they, we appreciate our gratitude, Jared. But he goes on to say i enjoyed the return of retronauts via the final fantasy uh four episode and i stand by my use of parsimonious curse you and your literary acumen jeremy parish uh brave retronauts did just he went,
1: misuse it as persimmons
0: um i'm not sure i have to, have to go back and check the tape so you guys can do the research for me on that i forget okay. why maybe he misused it or not but he by says, you guys
1: do you mean ray and i
0: um i mean the listeners i don't want to do research i mean listeners you. no no you're yeah. off the hook after this okay okay he goes on to say brave retronauts just when are we going to see a nihon Telenet podcast you've teased so many times bob mentioned it a few months ago we'd be hearing it soon and he also wanted to ask us is there a retro video game out there that everybody in the world loves but you just don't get something that all your peers tell you is great and important and wonderful and you're like meh i feel that way about starcraft i was wondering what sacred cows you guys and gals might be willing to slay and he wants to know what happened to Kohler. And if you uh, listen to the last episode, Kohler is actually on that as a guest uh, guest. So that's what happened to Kohler. So, guys, is there a, a beloved retro video game that everyone seems to love, but you really can't uh, drive with it?
1: Yeah, I feel that way about the band, the New York Dolls, and then I also feel that way about Metal Gear.
0: <laughs> uh, the original Metal Gear, uh, all or of just them. like all the Metal Gears?
1: Uh, mainly, actually, Metal Gear. Well, I don't like the NES ones at all. I mean, does anybody really like those? But um, NES
0: ones not very good.
1: Uh, I don't really like uh, Metal Gear Solid Three. Okay. I haven't played much of one. I thought it was crappy, wow. and I really don't like Three. That's
0: one of my favorite games, Sam. So, yeah. uh, did my respect but for you. But know you know what? Here's bottomed. I liked Four.
1: Okay. Wow. But that's I actually something. didn't like Four that much. Okay. And then I liked Peace Walker. Okay.
0: I like Peace Walker a lot. Ray, yeah. What uh, all, What do you uh, hate that or kind of can't get get along with that other people seem to treasure? Yeah, I
2: was turning my gears for a couple of seconds, but I came up with Banjo Kazooie.
0: Oh, I see. Yeah. Die. Yeah.
2: There you go. Take your what, man purse and get what out of is here. Your, uh, what is your problem with Ninja Kazooie? <clears throat> it just did not click. Okay. I never understood. I It's like, I'd rather just play Mario
1: 64. Hmm. Well, You're more of a Donkey Kong 64 fan, I can tell. No, no.
2: <laughs> don't even.
1: Ninja
0: <Don't> <laughs> Kazooie even. is like a diamond compared to the turd of uh, Donkey Kong 64. Yeah, I think
1: actually 1-Up has a really heavy... heavy heavy uh, Banjo-Kazooie love component. That's right? Marty.
0: But I like it, too. I, I played right, through the uh, I think I'm release. To,
1: yeah, definitely Marty. But yeah. Think, and he likes Donkey Kong Country, which I think is like, way too much. He likes much.
0: it more than Mario World. We yeah. did a video about that a few that. months ago. <laughs> yeah. Oh, and Marty is crazy. Marty is crazy, and he's not here to defend himself, so let's <laughs> keep talking
1: about it. Did you play uh, Banjo-Tooie or Banjo-Kazooie no. Nuts and Bolts? No, the, the demo. Cool. Yeah.
2: Um, yeah, I think with a gun in my head, between Donkey Kong 64 and Banjo Kazooie, I'd definitely choose Banjo. Yeah, okay, definitely. But, yeah.
0: As for me, I'm going to say uh, I can't really understand Gunstar Heroes. Uh, maybe it's just because I grew up with a Super Nintendo, mm. but it just seems. Like, there's too much going on for me at once. And I appreciate all the ideas in the game, but it's really hard for me to play.
1: Do you like Contra 3 The Alien Wars? Uh,
0: I gotta say, I'm really bad at Contra games, so maybe that's why I didn't like Gunstar Heroes. But that's my answer, so thank you for writing in, Jared. We appreciate it. I got another letter coming in with some awesome envelope art and letter art that I'll post, and it's uh, from the game East. I'm taking a I also don't like Asteroids? Asteroids? (laughs) I can't really, I don't know. It's I feel like hard. I'm too far in the future to to accurately judge asteroids, okay. but I'll, I'll pass around this uh, neat little anime drawing of one of the characters from East. It's the main character. What's Ray? his name? What's the main character's name in East, right? Oh, Adol. Adol. There we go. So, uh, this letter comes from Michael G., and I'm sorry I'm getting this late, Michael, but hopefully your project is still going on. He says, I would like to inform you about an audition I'm holding for a fan dub of Ease 4, The Dawn of Ease*. Dawn of Ease was never officially released in English, but a great English patch was released by Nightwolf in 2004 that translates all the in-game texts. However, all the game's cutscenes remain voiced in Japanese. There have been several attempts to create a fan dub for Ease 4's cutscenes, but none of them were ever finished. Ease 4 has been waiting for eight years for a proper dub and I know I have the skills and termination to finally give it one and all I need are some actors so he says if you think this audition sounds interesting then please help me spread the word inform any actors you know about the project post about it online or even audition yourself I would <coughs> greatly appreciate it and uh, this is Bob speaking I will link to his project in the episode uh, blog post so look out for that if you're interested in uh, auditioning for the east 4 fan project check it out and uh, where'd that letter go I'll take that thank you So we have another letter from Matt. He's got some uh, classic educational game uh, characters and items on this envelope. we got Carmen Sandiego's hat. I believe uh, some guy from Number or Word Munchers. And then we have on the back um, the hunting scene from Oregon Trail with several (laughs) dead buffalo. And I will make sure to scan those uh, on the blog for you guys. But let me read his letter. He says, uh, Dear Retronauts, uh, and this is from Matt. He says, Dear Retronauts, as a relative youngin, I recall having a classroom computer starting from the first grade, which was always loaded with some variety of educational titles. These are my f- some of my first gaming experiences, and I fondly remember many recesses and weekly computer room classes spent playing some educational and not-so-educational games. It was a carrot on a stick that I, that reinforced our learning skills as well as installing, excuse me, instilling a firm comfortableness with the computer. Yet I also thought some comp- companies did a solid job combining learning with some fun, if not simple gameplay.
1: Donkey Kong Junior Math,
0: uh, incorrect. <laughs> he goes on. So I am suggesting an educational games episode of Retronauts. Not exactly. Uh, not sure how exactly you should approach it. Two examples might be to look at the history of some of the big studios like the Minnesota Educational Computing Consortium or MECC. Or The Learning Company, or maybe focus on the Oregon Trail titles that escape from the educational label to become well-remembered hits. Up to you.
1: Let's and just do that for this podcast.
0: I've <laughs> already written all these notes for Double Dragon. I can't. Oh, my God. But, yeah. We're i never going to you know, learn anything. That sounds like a
2: really good idea, and I'll probably do that for a future podcast. Yeah, Mech has a good story, and there was a good history of it on the web recently from their... Uh minnesota magazine i think it was i know nothing about them i just remember
0: seeing their name on like everything i played on apple 2 in school right on um, yeah. so you started
2: by like teachers who just wanted to make good educational software
0: right but as i said on the back to school podcast from like a year ago it seems uh, like yes. they were
1: teaches typing that's another Mario one.
2: teaches
0: typing he had to fight mavis beacon for that honor um let me think what was i saying oh yeah uh it felt like they only wheeled out the games that were actually fun maybe once or twice a year i don't know if you guys had computer classes or whatever but well like, i
1: had what he just said what did he call it com- computer lab computer, or computer room computer room yeah, yeah. <laughs> i mean I, I don't know if that exists anymore but that was, did for me yeah that was the best period ever yeah just like I'm starting with the computers. you go into a room with a huge amount of apple twos which was like they're super outdated by the time i was doing <laughs> oh it. yeah
0: they they were like computers from the 70s and, and they had number munchers early, early 90s whatever. yeah, yeah.
1: Oregon Trail. Not not the Oregon Trail that looked like that. Whatever he drew, no, he no, no. drew like this hyper realistic like <laughs> These like are photorealistic <laughs> graphics
0: compared to the Oregon Trail I played, yeah.
1: Yeah. yeah. I played the one where it's like black in the background and it looks like mm-hmm. you know, yeah. you're just shooting trees so, or bears, you can't really tell.
0: Thanks for the uh, idea, Matt. I will steal it. Actually, I stole the episode, uh, the idea for this episode from something, uh, from someone from the Something Awful forums, so hmm. I forget his name. I should have given him credit. That doesn't bode well wow. for hey, this episode. Hey, he's like, hey, why don't you guys do a Double Dragon episode? I was like, maybe I will. Hmm. And now we're doing it. And so, it'll be awful. It'll be good. Okay. It won't be something awful. Uh, let's move on to a deranged letter from Isaac Uh-oh. and there's a penis drawn on the envelope with the word Mario was written on that it I a penis I think it's a penis <laughs> uh, but he says dearest deep sea retronauts agents uh, too long has it been since the cleansing Gazunta rises from his long dormant slumber and he has a bad case of the crankies it is once again time to declare the slow seductive fandango sorry dance the slow seductive fandango of blood do you remember what the dead mouse said excuse me dead horse said Heat the dead. You should do a retronauts on Rocket Dogs, the best video game ever. Hoping this letter finds you in good health, Isaac. And if you guys think Isaac is insane or suffered some kind of serious brain injury, he's actually referencing the subscriber section of Game Players Magazine from the 1990s. Yes. That is the most obscure reference in the universe, Isaac. And I swear to God, you probably heard me mention the magazine on some podcasts, but I appreciate your uh, enthusiasm. Thank you for sending Mm -hmm. that. If anyone else recognizes any of those references, you are as big of a dork as me. Yes. And, uh, (laughs) God bless you for a it, club. Yeah, I mean, did you not understand any of that, Ray? I got. <laughs> you lost me at Gazunta. Okay. No, I mean, I after that. If you guys uh, don't know I the don't the Game much. Players Magazine from the '90s, used to have the subscriber only section that you would get, and it was like a catalog of inside jokes that would continue to build upon each other right. throughout like the months. I so, remember
2: the Bill Bison mask. Yes. That's about it.
0: Yeah, that's exactly. <laughs> yeah. Uh, and then they would talk about the cleansing, which was this apocalypse right. involving a monkey lord <laughs> or something like that. Yeah, that's right. I was
1: busy reading EGM too.
0: Oh man, I, I was busy <laughs> reading classy things like uh, Cracked. So. Yeah,
1: Cracked. Cracked's
0: a good
1: good cracked. publication. Now, now
0: of... Cracked is like sweeping the internet by storm. Everyone wants to be Cracked. Yeah. It's true. Lists are the future, people. Everything must be in list form.
1: You know, Dan Clow's got to start there.
0: Uh, that's right. I actually have some of his uh, issues ugliest. that he that he worked in. Yeah, yeah. I've yeah, of those I'll, in my bathroom. A lot
1: of that. <laughs>
0: <they're> nice. all <laughs> it or not, uh,
1: a lot of that stuff, uh, all of his original art, got uh, destroyed in this Cracked warehouse fire that's
0: terrible yeah. do you know what pseudonym dan claus is using on uh, when he's working for, at crack i
1: think he's one of the uglies right he calls himself something ugly okay something? yeah maybe I, I may be that's an indie
0: that. comic uh, news for you guys in case yeah. you're wondering <laughs> <laughs> but if you want to uh, write into retronauts and have probably us wrong about that no, post your uh, envelope art on our blog please write into retronauts care of bob mackie ign.com 625 second street third floor san francisco california 94107 please do it today and we will talk about you months after you send your letter as has been established
2: make sure you account for that
0: yeah (laughs) it will take several months for your letter to find us or for me to get it out of my uh my bin don't write like who's gonna win the election you think (laughs) or (laughs) yes or make your predictions now and i'll open them after the election i'll tell you if you're right or not yeah move on to our topic double dragon just oh, some
1: i thought we were doing another segment first which was uh bob Mackey uh, talks about his stepfather
0: uh, no that, that was cut from several episodes <laughs> what, what, what where are you getting this now
1: what do you mean i was on the wizard oh you're on
0: that one okay sorry and the
1: one before that yeah. which you were talking about mario 3 you, you know, know what i mentioned my I stepdad
0: in uh my final fantasy 4 article for our essential 100 series nice. but it was relevant Okay. I swear. No? But, that's always relevant. Yeah. <laughs> that's why it's a segment. There's no stepdad chat in this one. I'm sorry. Campus, I'm cutting that segment out. The episode
1: out. is still young, Sam. Yeah.
0: <laughs> we could get to that. I could have played this with my stepdad, but...
1: Well, you couldn't have played number one new your
0: stepdad. Uh, ooh, that's true. Wow. Sam knows my history. <laughs> Holy jeez. Okay. We're going to talk about Double Dragon now. Uh, in case you guys didn't know, this was created by Technos Japan, and they essentially created the brawler genre with mm-hmm. 1986's Renegade, and they created the fighting genre with Karate Champ in 1984. There are some games that came before this, but they sort of built the fundamentals of what those genres would eventually become. Uh, Double like, Dragon. I don't, I don't
1: know why we attribute those either of those. Like, I think they both had like valid precedents. I think it's kind of weird that I don't um, know where this stuff came from. What, what are you saying? I'm sorry? Like, we were talking before, like, oh, well, this is the first, you know, head-to-head fighting game, but it's not. And, like, there was ones before. I just don't get, like, why, it feels why like these ones are it's, standardized. It's just, really like, what, difficult to
0: name the first anything in a video game. Exactly. And, uh, so,
1: are, I mean, like, uh, Renegade, I guess, is more of a root original genre game than, it feels like than I think Karate Champ.
0: I think it, that's where they figured it out, and then okay. people picked it up from there. Um, that's why I sort of had to qualify it with, you know, um, there are things before it, but it, that's really where yeah. it came together. Because people
1: To the right and beat up stuff before that,
0: yeah. And there was like Atari boxing and stuff, like one on one fighting games before. Mm. And I brought up
1: Boxing Bugs, oh, yeah, which is a one on one,
0: they're known to do that. But uh, Double Dragon is a sequel to a spiritual sequel to Renegade, and it shows that technos really learn from their mistakes because Renegade is pretty terrible. Uh, and in case you guys didn't know, Renegade eventually spawned the Kunio-kun series, which, uh, as you guys would probably know, is Super Dodgeball, River City Ransom, Crash and the Boys Street Challenge. And and did
1: you do a whole Retronauts on this?
0: We did. I was going to mention, check out well, Retronauts Live. Link out to it on the Oh, screen. yeah. Yeah, it's uh, Retronauts Live episode 22. I'll link to it on the blog. But we cover every Kunio game under uh, God's Green Sun slash Earth.
2: Hmm.
0: On, wait, on God's Green Earth, yeah. under the sun, etc. cetera. <laughs> Choose whatever expression you like. Well, and like,
1: just quickly, what's significant about those games is they all have these like kind of super deformed little chibi. Yeah, it's like they all look the same.
0: This weird mascot character, this uh, high school Japanese punk, and they drop him in everything from fighting games to basketball games (laughs) to hockey games to like track and field, like anything you can think of, they drop them into and. And everything it's always like really cartoony over the top violence with these bizarre bug and especially characters. Especially
1: on the NES and stuff like there's they're, they're just super recognizable characters.
0: Oh yeah, yeah. Like their their style was Big amazing arms and uh short. and like giant uh, rectangular heads yeah
1: and like putting that together when you're a kid is like i don't think i ever thought of those as part of some kind of series because they didn't brand them that way here they're all different
0: no and they uh, many of the time they had actually uh, like different publishers most of the time yeah Um, they were just all over the
1: place sometimes you just like oh i recognize those guys from river city ransom
0: the same is true of double dragon but i mean it stayed double dragon but my my main thing was (laughs) i don't have a lot of time this week so i was like what is an easy topic to do and then someone on something awful forums was like why don't you do a double dragon I'm like that's great i'll do that mm-hmm. and then i started doing research <laughs> and i didn't stop until like midnight last night when i was like yeah. okay I, I gotta stop for there's the night so because much stuff, huh? there's only there's only five double dragon games but there are so many ports so many differences and just it has a very strange legacy that i do want to talk about cool. um so let's move on to the first game in the series double dragon came out in 1987 for the arcade 1988 for the nes it's a typical uh, story of like any video game at the time. Your girlfriend has been kidnapped, and you must get her back. It had um, 100 percent more
1: upskirts than other games. It that did, event. but
0: only the, the arcade version. Yeah, Sam is referencing uh, when they punch out your girlfriend, you do get a panty shot uh, from her unconscious body. Yeah, which makes it a little creepier to me.
1: Yep, it's like
0: a, it's an unconscious I think panty there's shot.
1: Panty shot at the end of the game too. There They're probably just all over is. the place. Yeah,
0: I mean, the, <laughs> all the Japan. nice little pervy touches you expect from a Japanese arcade game from the late '80s. <laughs> but um, this is the most prolific and popular game of the entire series. I checked. Uh, there are between 16 to 18 different versions, depending on what you count as a different version. Like there's the NES version, but there's also a PlayChoice 10 version. They're essentially the same, you know, f- yep. for whatever Radio reason. Screen. But um, I mean, which one are you guys most familiar with? I'm gonna assume the NES version because that's Definitely. the one everyone I think is the most familiar with. I'm most familiar
1: uh-huh. with that, although I've been dying to play the Atari version. I that, yes. that's just the coolest looking video I've ever seen. Uh, I've cool meaning? Uh, <laughs> it's amazing a 1987 uh, Atari. Game it's amazing incredible. that they had the f- the balls to. Know, uh, that's right. it's two years after. The-
0: it's amazing that they had the balls to just like, yes, Atari, the like system designed for two paddles and a ball, yeah, Double Dragon, let's that's do it. That's thrilling. Yeah.
1: I think that's so cool.
0: I, I'm just surprised. Legitimately, I'm not I mean, being I mean, I don't cynical. think they pulled it off, but the, the fact that they tried and yes, released it, it's awesome. I'll, put a, I'll put a video on the blog. Yeah. Um, but yes, uh, like I said, NES port is the most familiar because like NES mania of the
2: late 80s, we were all there. Yeah, I think it has more to do with just uh, my age, at least, because, you know, I wasn't really into video games at ni- in 87. Yeah. So it took a couple years really? until after I got an NES and then, you know.
1: But Um, even then, I don't think I ever saw it in an arcade. Did you ever try to beat the score set forth by the beginning of The Wizard? Probably not. (laughs) The completely completely impossible score. uh, What is it, 40,000? Something something? like that. 50,000
0: in three minutes or something. Here we go again. (laughs) Yeah, we're back to The Wizard. (laughs) We can't escape it. Uh, Yeah, but uh, uh, this game is very buggy and glitchy, uh, but usually in ways that benefit (laughs) you. uh, Like, for example, my favorite boss in this game is the second boss of uh, the game in that you climb up all these ladders, you get to the boss... You can just climb back down the ladders and scroll them off the screen, and yeah. it plays like the U1 music. Apparently, like, the world doesn't exist around right. the edges of the world This is yeah, the, the NES version. Yeah, the NES version. Mario um, Logic. And apparently, this was the Tech, uh, Technos Japan's second NES game, which is why they sort of were still getting their crap together. And by the early 90s, their games looked amazing, but this one was still kind of funky- um there's no two-player mode which is a huge problem but like three or four years later final fight for the snes would launch again with no two-player yeah. mode which seemed really strange to me well,
1: and in both cases like those systems ended up having like tons of co-op games yeah right, fine yeah. like there was there wasn't a technological restriction i maybe it was just scheduling time i don't know yeah and then
2: double dragon compensated with this weird one-on-one fighting mode
1: Yeah, that was strange, and it felt like a a throwback
0: to uh, Technos' past with their one-on-one fighting games. Was it
1: supposed to be like the end of Double Dragon or something? Spoilers. Um, What do you mean by that? Because you fight each other in the end of Double oh, Dragon. Oh uh, no, there's the no like game. burning city in the background. I just think it's just like here's no, no, something. No, just in the end of Double Dragon. Like, do yeah. oh. you pit one player against the other? I don't is... think it. I don't think it has anything close to a story. Yeah, <laughs> yeah just like
0: here's something for you yeah. with your friend or your brother, really? or your sister. All, yeah. yeah. Sorry, uh, we couldn't get two I players. Was just on this game when I was a kid. It's, it's like, yeah, just like yeah. the arcade game. That fight that each other. that one on one. Excuse me. That one on one mode is pretty weird though because the character sprites are much bigger and more detailed. It seems like they put a lot of work into it, and they should have put that work into making that. There is also only two. That is true. Yeah. But uh, I would have uh two-player mode, but I had fun with it as a kid. And this, unlike the arcade game, I shouldn't mention that these ports um, are going to be very different from the arcade games, and they're going to be mostly what we're talking about because we're most familiar with the ports. So I'm sorry if you grew up with the Genesis version or the Amiga version or whatever, because mm-hmm. there are, like yeah. I said,
2: 16, 18 different versions, and we're talking about the one that we feel most comfortable with. Uh, so, But, this- you know, the, the Master System version was, you know, uh, trumpeted because you could have two players simultaneously, <gasps> finally, so... Is that the only one with two players outside of the arcade? As far as like 8-bit, I don't know. Okay. I I shouldn't say for sure. There is a
0: lot of Double Dragon 1 material to comb through, which is why I had to be very selective to budget my time. But uh, this game features a kind of strange experience system that's very, very straightforward. It's like the world's first skill tree in that you unlock moves as you gain points. But there's really no yeah. way to game the system because you're going to fight all the enemies. You're going to fight, so you're going to get all those moves eventually. <laughs> anyway, move,
1: you can't move past the screen. To right. The enemies and to I don't help. think but can like, you scroll them off and then not get the points?
0: Um, I think maybe if you knock them into like pits and conveyor belts and stuff, you miss out on points. Okay. But that might be the only reason why uh, you'll miss out on points.
1: It just occurred to me that mighty final fight on the NES probably you know has it has co-op yeah whereas this game doesn't i mean and, i guess going to and it's weird show. like it's ray weird. Uh, right. i
0: think ray and i were talking earlier uh different podcast, different episode probably like Mega final fight feels like a ripoff of kunio kun and yeah, just exactly. the way yeah, that all yeah. uh, so the characters this, look yeah right yeah, experience it's full points. circle man <laughs> weird yeah, um, yeah it is. so this one has some strange differences from the arcade version uh but that we're not really familiar with but i looked them up uh so in the arcade version um you don't okay if you get to the uh, end boss with the arcade version and you kill the boss with two players you have to you have to fight each other for the girl's love mm-hmm. in this game you fight jimmy lee um as billy lee after you fight the final boss which is re- it seems like a technos trend that was happening for a while and that you fight a clone of yourself and this will keep happening throughout <laughs> double dragon so uh the end of super dodgeball you fight clones of yourself also by technos double dragon one you fight a clone of yourself and we're going to see double dragon 2 you see do the same thing over and over and again, that became
1: so. part of like the plot line for the cartoon and stuff is that It you, did your okay brother, your I'm, brother is like, what, what you fight
0: I'm glad you know about the cartoon being, because I don't right. um well, so yeah. this this game spawned <laughs> the only uh, iconic character what you said you didn't No I, oh. I do I just okay.
1: It's, oh, okay it's all about how like your brother's raised by um, you know the evil guys. This is the plot of the cartoon. Yeah. Okay, I didn't know and that. And then you're raised by the you know the Mr. Miyagi type guy. Right. And then in the first episode, the intro is all with like just like one guy. It's like it's like you're the double dragon, but then they like then they like he meets his brother, and then he convinces him to join the good side. So then in the right. second episode, they're like together, and they actually like they changed the intro, so it's like both of them in it. Right. Weird. It's weird. kind of good. It's the only good idea in the whole series. I'm glad you guys <laughs> know about that
2: because I'll yeah. need your help. That later. is right, right, Ray? Right? I don't know if that you've seen it. Sounds right. Reason. Yeah. Okay. I know um, that they were eventually both good
1: game. but you know Billy Lee and Jimmy Lee they're the, they're the brothers and they're that that's in the first game too so that's is that your, that's who you fight in the end of the NES game right I've never beat the NES. you NES fight game.
0: Jimmy Lee as Billy in, yeah, at okay. the end so of you, game. Brothers. yeah yeah yeah, yeah. You you regardless them. of what you do because and it's the no same as mode. the
1: arcade in the arcade game you do too but that's even if you're playing as co-op which is what makes it cool
0: right right it, it was, was a cool idea it was like that it was like the opposite of bubble bobble where you need <clears throat> two players to beat the game in this game you have two players when you beat the game you need to kill one of them so it was a cool idea arcade castle
1: crashers took that
0: oh really okay I never made it
1: each other for the lady at the end of oh nice
0: i didn't know that it's clever so this game uh like i don't consider double dragon a very iconic series or i can like series with very many iconic elements to it but i believe a bobo is probably the (laughs) mascot for a double dragon um yeah. he's just,
1: or he is now right because i think double dragon had mascots in billy and jimmy or they tried to with the movie and the, the yeah. cartoons and the toys and all this crap in the early 90s but they but, all featured a bobo was, in some way yeah i mean they really <laughs> a bobo is neglect him he's yeah, never, that's true actually. his
0: genetic condition is never explained and i believe he's yeah. supposed to have a handlebar mustache but just looks like he's a giant muppet head and yeah. he's mm. swollen on some sort of anabolic steroids or they something took like that, that. To weird links in the movie <laughs> they did I, I saw a screenshot i didn't
1: see the movie but yeah um yeah. so i haven't seen that in the movie is that He's, he, he's, there's a mutant in the movie. That's in the a movie, one? yeah,
2: he basically turns into like this mutant ogre type oh, thing. Great. No handlebar
1: mustache. Oh, it's great. <laughs> I gotta see it.
0: So, my problem with the NES game is it has a real stopping point for me, and that is the caves level. Are you guys familiar with that? Yeah. Uh, It's totally fine and dandy, great fighting, cool, you know, bosses and enemies, lots of fun bugs, but you get to this one section, this caves level, stalactites are just raining on you from space with no real, (laughs) like, way to, I don't know. They don't seem to be falling in a predictable pattern. This seems to be kind of like random, like random patterns, random falling where you really can't predict (laughs) it. And then there's all this awful platforming, which is going to be a problem in Double Dragon ports from here on out like yeah right they decide yeah. to add all this awful platforming to a game where the jumping is just like
1: first of all it's hard to initiate a jump it right? is you, hit you have both to hit buttons, both buttons yeah, the and, then, and, yeah, and, and then maybe yeah and then
2: it's a jump kick it's not like yeah. a real jump, and they didn't you know?
1: add running, which made it so you could like you like in some bad brawling games like like well not necessarily bad but like Golden Axe, like you can run, then hit jump, and you can jump a little. Yeah, further. and we're uh,
0: too. You can you can double tap the button and then run and then yeah. jump. Yeah, we're so and in this better.
1: game, it's like you. Do, I think the double tap just makes you do a headbutt, right, or a shoulder bash or something like that. I think that. so. Yeah, yeah. It's just that's only. Oh yeah, moves, the headbutt right? is it, really cool. It's shoulder bash, headbutt, or elbow drop. Kick, is that in the NES version? Kick or punch. That's all it is. Um, I, I think there are you can't more do a jump kick
0: I think you can I'm pretty sure in one in one you, you have to unlock it though but oh, okay there are eight hearts in each hearts a different move you unlock mm-hmm. so um, there could be between six to eight moves I, I should have looked for this but I didn't yeah. um so I, w- I do want to move on because we do have to get through uh, some more games but for me the high points of double dragon I think amazing music as we learned from the technos uh, that's true yeah it's like really good Kunio-kun has some amazing music Double Dragon has some amazing music too. Uh, the composer, I need to find his or her name because uh, they did a lot of the music for the various technos games, and I'm I'm saddened that that music is not held up with like Mega Man as like classic. At least, at least I don't think I, it is. I think
1: it in some way, it's so recognizable to me. But I was just uh, um, watching the arcade game um, for the first time forever, and like at uh, California Extreme and there the music is the same but with like guitars it's hmm. really strange it's yeah. like it's like bad 16-bit sounding guitars it's is like, this the arcade tr- 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 version
2: yeah he said yeah. Yeah. yeah
0: like i don't like the arcade version of music as much because it, yeah it's, it's that funky fm synthesis exactly yeah uh, i and love like, the chiptune version of good in yeah, yeah yeah which
1: i think is really cool and like that's probably just nostalgia or something like that but i, I don't know i, I don't know, know i've always good. liked
0: how chiptune sounded much more than genesis music or sure. fm synthesis music
2: sounds but arcade um, one does sound more forceful yeah
0: yeah but uh, another thing, like, I think this, what this game did for the brawler, uh, lots of level and weapon variety, which is something that Double Dragon yeah. would not maybe follow up on that much because you're always in a different kind of place, always in a different kind of environment. You have many different weapons, and your enemies require very specific approaches and strategies. Um, Are you and, talking about Double Dragon? Double Dragon, yes. Okay. And, I mean, I wouldn't say compared to what was before Double yeah, Dragon, okay. like, look at Renegade. I can't get past the first goddamn screen of Renegade. Double no. Dragon, it gives you a chance. Yeah. And that is why it's a much better game.
2: Um, And, you know, just the overall thing of, you know, having better graphics, you know, that goes a long way, but also the fact that not so much weapons, but just like the, your fighting moves, basically, you know, you can pull guys down and knee them in the head and everything. And, you know, that really lended to the whole feel of it sort of feeling like a action movie in some points you know and that yeah. was something that was carried on further in the series it
0: feels like uh, around 1986 Japan got a copy of the Warriors shipped to them yeah. and they're like this is it this is what every video game will be for the next five years yeah. and they did it But I just uh, assumed
1: America was like that
0: yeah you.
1: well they're pretty close yeah
0: New York in the 80s probably mm-hmm. <laughs> So uh, let's move on to Double Dragon to the Revenge, 1988 arcade, 1990 NES, right. uh, and like a million <laughs> other things. But I'll get to
2: that. in a Can second. Can I mention the opening of this one? I wrote down the opening. Yeah, Is this um, one where we're
1: with the brothers in the room. What no.
2: specifically do you want to mention, Ray? Well, instead of you know Marion oh, no, getting no, no, punched that's... in the in the stomach or whatever, she actually gets shot. Does she get shot only in the killed. arcade version? Yes. Okay, the arcade version. That's what I thought. The same machine gun guy boss from the arcade version. Just, uh, unloads his machine gun on her yeah so
0: that's why this game is called the revenge because you're yeah. getting revenge on the shadow what's it called there's the shadow oh, black warriors right which eventually we change to shadow warriors because I think there was some sort of weird <laughs> racial implication there
2: or shadow loop
0: yeah.
1: there's a lot of racial problems with the game like I mean, uh, yeah there, there are I, mean, I know it's, just, it's, it's like a um, game. there's two white guys that you know in, in like representation, represented, represented as white guys in the cartoon, and everything, yeah. But like, they're clearly, I mean, what are they named after? General Lee? I mean, they're, they're supposed uh, to be, like, I would
0: hope Bruce Lee, but uh, not,
1: I mean, they're white guys, you know,
0: yeah, it's weird, but that is true. I don't know, uh, I mean, yeah, oh, so was Ken, yeah. So, uh, like Ray said, Marion is gunned down by the Black Warriors, and Jimmy and Billy Lee are out for revenge. Uh, I think you can track the trajectory of Double Dragon by looking at the amount of ports that happen from from game to game. So Double Dragon 1 had 16 to 18 ports. Double Dragon 2 has only 11. I'm sorry, guys. (laughs) If you don't own one of the 11 platforms, you won't be able to play Double Dragon. (laughs) So I did did want to read the batshit crazy intro for the NES version, which I copied word for word, and I'll do that now. Nice. In, In 19XX, violence ruled the streets of New York City after the nuclear war. Even with the crime syndicates growing bigger every year, two young men were brave enough to challenge them. While their names were Billy and Jimmy Lee, and then it ends. <laughs> it just trails off. <laughs> but it doesn't mention anything about the girlfriend murder thing, right? Uh, is, is that in the back of the
2: box or the instruction booklet or something? I, because, um, well, it's,
1: they uh, don't establish what you're getting revenge. It's all for. like
2: heavily implied. Like it's on the box art, and uh, she shows up in the intro. Okay. You know, scream marion and then uh, uh, yeah it's about it i guess okay. it's all implied
0: i thought so because i never i never knew that plot point until i did research on it and i was like yeah. oh mm-hmm. i guess okay so sure, you started
1: that game thinking what's my motivation
0: yeah it's like there's a <laughs> nuclear war and then what it's like what am i the sanitation crew or something yeah so you would think
1: the nuclear war would clean up the streets if anything yeah That'd all, make them all those all those
0: thugs have uh, weak immune systems probably succumb <laughs> so to nuclear winter Uh, Okay, so this game had a strange change in controls, which I like. I don't know about you guys. One button attacks to the left, one to the right, which is great because the worst thing that can happen to you in a Double Dragon game is when you're sandwiched between two different guys. Um, That's the worst
1: thing that happened to you in real life.
0: That is true too. <laughs> I do not want that to happen to me. So um, it does take getting used to. It does problem. <laughs> and Double Dragon Two also <laughs> in real life. Oh yeah, uh, yeah in, it in does. Like I guess if I was always between yeah, two guys, I, I would get used to it. But yeah, it's not it's not preferred at all. Right. So you don't have to earn your moves in this game. You you start with all of them, uh, and they're great. Uh, yeah. But the like I said earlier, these NES versions are just so different. Uh, I believe there are four levels in the arcade games. The arcade games are very short. Um, this one has nine. And in yeah. my opinion, has one of the best set pieces of all time, which is the level where you're inside of a helicopter right. fighting guys, and you can fucking knock them out of the door of the helicopter. How rad is that? Yeah. That's cool. Has any NES game don't... been that awesome? Like, I swear to God. I that's... think few games have. What it's about few games.
1: hanging from a helicopter in Contra 3 the Alien Wars no. and killing the Rocketeer? Um, no, you gotta
0: be in it you have to be in it I agree with Ray you're
1: hanging from That's, the, the, that, and then that, you hang from missiles so any badass can do that
0: that takes the silver <laughs> okay these are more like diehard heroes like uh, John McClane could right. knock a guy out of a helicopter he probably couldn't ride a missile mm-hmm. so yeah. unless what,
1: where do the guys spawn from in the helicopter
0: um, I think the helicopter is a big thing you walk through and you eventually walk to the door and they just okay, come so out from behind helicopter. you yeah <laughs> it's, it's a pretty damn big helicopter yeah. Uh, so yeah, but like I said earlier, uh, terrible platforming comes back again. I think this one even has discipline. Excuse me, disappearing. What platforms. year was this in the arcade? Eighty eight. Okay. Uh, and I've talked about the NES version with the platforming. So we're, co- we're
1: coming up on like prime brawler era. Yeah, Final Fight is 89. And
0: it's yeah. uh, we're going to see, uh, Double Dragon is not going to be able to keep up with the, uh, with Final right. Fight yeah. uh, almost instantly. Yeah. So uh, I want to know, you guys, um, okay, well, also there's some Ninja Guidance style interludes, which I always like uh, between stages. They give you a good sense of progression and, you know, whatever little story there is. It's, it's nice. I like it. Um, for me, this was a great co-op NES game because you can turn off friendly fire. In other words, you know, your punches and kicks won't hurt your friend when mm-hmm. you're playing with them. That's essential. Um, it's for me. I don't know. I feel it's like one of the best co-op NES games, and I can't think of a very more like maybe some sports games are better. But um, I don't know. What do you Contra. guys? How do you guys feel about this? Did you play Double Dragon Two? Contra? Yes, very good. I like that.
2: Yeah, it's still a little Rescue too flickery Rangers. though
0: it is it is kind of pushing the tech and yeah. um, technos games did kind of like get held together with bubble which is tape. sad because
2: you know the graphics in general are so much better they are yeah like they these actually, are some great yeah. uh, graphics for the nes it's even better than the arcade version which was pretty much just like a carbon copy of the first one it's the yeah. same like hardware graphics
1: even yeah. I think there's a lot of good co-op games on NES I think Bubble Bobble is great Mario that Bros good, like a yeah. lot of the arcade co-op ports end up being really good I, I would consider this yeah. one of
0: the top like 10 or 15 <laughs> have um, maybe 10, 10 15, right. I don't want to go that far but it's. It, I, I always had fun with playing well, with friends and, well it
1: must I mean it was extremely popular
0: yeah it was so uh, and a few other things about this, uh, the Game Boy version is actually a Kunio-kun game, we talked about that in the Kunio-kun episode, and uh, there's a really yeah. cool PCC Engine CD version <clears throat> with voice acting and animated cutscenes, cool. and I will post some of those on the blog, they're oh, really cool, I like the animated cutscenes, they're animated in the same way Sega CD cutscenes are animated in that it's a picture and the mouth is moving, but mm. still cool, and it, and it adds a little bit to the the Double Dragon 2 story, That's great. what do you guys think I about Double Dragon 2? As opposed to Double Dragon One, I guess I didn't play
1: that one uh, uh, much except for in co-op. I okay. never like just sat down and played it start to finish. Hmm. That, that was a 100 percent co-op game for me, and I remember playing it you know, on the floor at a friend's house. Yeah, Double co-op
2: Dragon. was the way to go with that one, right? Yeah, it is probably the best all-around one, I would say.
1: Yeah, brutally uh, bad series. I just want to point that out. Right <laughs> now. It has some it's f- beloved, but like it has some low I c- points. I in I've few- tried to play all of these games very recently, and I I can't yeah i think they're so bad whereas i I love river city ransom
0: yeah um yeah and like i said i i love this game just primarily for that helicopter level i i always like playing it i played at the uh the classic game room at pax uh a month ago i enjoyed it then and i enjoy it now and to me uh and i'm probably gonna say this at the end double dragon 2 is my favorite double dragon the nes port that is
2: well here's what i don't
0: like about the nes port what's that right
2: the music is so weirdly mute that is strange. It's like, it's like there's barely music.
1: Yeah, I, I don't understand that. It, it's um, because there's like big sound effect sounds in that I way. mean, I guess so. There's
0: all those helicopters, like blade whirring sounds. Yeah, Back some to helicopters again, sorry guys. For the, yeah. But yeah. What? Um, what? The, oh, ahead, what Sam. girls
1: do you beat up in double dragon 2 linda is that Lind, is that the the kind of like halter or like the punk with like the purple uh, the i pink assume shirt?
0: all the girls in double dragon are called linda well, at least the ones yeah. with the whips okay <laughs> uh oh, the whip some,
1: girl well that's in the first one too
0: so they are double dragon enemies there there's linda there's williams there's a bobo are <laughs> we forgetting anybody uh roper roper chintai thank you and uh, <laughs> keep yeah. coming
1: i just yeah. i mean I'm i like done. the fact that, okay. you beat, that you beat up girls in that game i think that was pioneering
0: it's kind of uh, a little bit shocking, I don't know, as as an adult now. It's like, oh, they just straight up punch a woman in the yeah. first uh, little segment. But and it's like, that's a, that's appropriate for kids on in the 80s. It or started a trend, huh. though.
1: You, you beat up girls in almost every brother.
0: Yeah, until they were like, wait a minute, that's not a girl. That's a transvestite. Yeah. It's cool now, guys. Interesting retconning. Yeah um so let's move on to double dragon 3 the rosetta stone otherwise known as the sacred stones on the nes that mm. blew my mind
1: that it's called the rosetta stone in the Isn't arcade is that weird yeah, okay. that's and so there's, but
0: there's more than one stone but God, I'll, I'll move I on bet nobody second.
1: played that game in the arcade though. i don't
0: think they did it came out in 1990 in the arcade 91 in the nes and there's only 10 different versions this time guys i'm sorry <laughs> uh that 11th yeah. i guess the commodore 64
2: port was canceled or something i don't know <laughs> i saw it once in the arcade in the wild In like
1: yeah. Indiana. It is a cruddy looking arcade. Do you know game. if uh, that was like a board swap for the at least Double Dragon 2 or do you think it was like no, completely new guts for the games?
2: Oh, I don't know exactly. But yeah. one and two are
1: way more similar. Similar, yeah. yeah. That's, I bet those are.
2: So let's go over the what's whatever story there is.
0: It's actually the most uh, complicated story of yeah. Double Dragon. Uh, I think there's that. That's that, why you okay. need the Rosetta Stone That's exact <laughs> to translate. Uh, so, in the arcade version, at least, there's two different stories, I guess, maybe the other ports have different stories, but in the arcade version, Billy and Jimmy Lee and Sonny, who is a yellow pallet swap, uh, they must retrieve three Rosetta <laughs> Stones, Sonny, what the hell, I guess Sunny Chiba, in order to face a new foe awaiting them in Egypt. It's a sort of Double Dragon World Tour, and in the NES version, you're collecting the stones as ransom for Marion's captors. Um and I, well, did, at least I... it's
1: historically accurate. We could talk about this on your educational uh, games podcast.
0: Oh, about like the history of Egypt and yeah. <laughs> no, about how
1: there's three Rosetta Stones that oh. needed to be saved from Egypt. Okay, I didn't know there were more
0: than one. Okay, there there's... weren't. I'm big oh. Egypt. I was like, okay, sure. That that I okay. I'm going to cut this to avoid looking stupid but uh, let's keep going Uh, I did want to mention that Billy and Jimmy Lee are called Bimmy and Jimmy at some point (laughs) in the NES version Bimmy Bimmy and Jimmy Lee you had one job to do and you fucked it up guys (laughs) I know Um, and there are two okay In a, in sure, a very just, Castlevania 3 touch, there are two playable characters that aren't Billy and Jimmy. One's a Chinese martial artist, and the yeah. other is a Japanese ninja. Yeah. Which you, begs
2: the question, who cares? You
0: know? um, <laughs> who about wants the, to play? About Double Dragon 3
2: or about these characters? And the characters in Double Dragon, yeah. They,
0: they came out of nowhere. They're not that interesting. And but, like I said, it's like Castlevania 3 in that you Or Contra Force. Oh, Contra Force, you're right. Was there a kangaroo or something weird like that? <laughs> no, that no, no. Okay, sorry.
1: <laughs> Just stupid characters. I'm thinking of Streets Man, of Rage. If there was, though. If uh, there I'd was. like it
0: more. Um, okay, like in Castlevania 3, you have to beat these guys in order to play yeah. as them. And the reason we keep going back to these NES ports is because Technos made these. Technos did not make the majority of the ports we're seeing for other systems. So yeah. that's why I consider them sort of like as official as the arcade game, even though they're derivative <laughs> in some way. Yeah. So. As Sam and I were discussing earlier today, I tried playing this last night. The NES version is really, really hard. Yeah. Not only do you have one life per character and you only start with two, enemies are just like on PCP compared to how they were in the first game. Yeah, they
1: really crowd you. Yeah. I I can get about eight guys into that game.
0: They are (laughs) relentless. And it feels like... Yeah. Double Dragon, uh, the developers discovered like how to really fine tune their AI or really like crank it up, but for the, all the wrong reasons. It's just like yeah, this game is not. They fun. don't give you
1: the tools you need to like right. be any better. But you, I mean, you can do stuff. It's just a lot of it's automated. Like there's this like flip move you can do. I, I like the flip move. Awesome you flip looking. over the guy's
0: head, you grab onto his head, and you throw him. Yeah. that's really cool. I did. I did enjoy just spam doing that. that.
1: But it's like that makes the game not fun.
0: So yeah. Like, and I, one thing I noticed is that moves don't execute uh, effectively. There's a small yeah. window of time where you have to hit that button, like for jump kicks and stuff like that. They made it very, very technical very very
2: touchy yeah it's ridiculous um which is too bad because the ns version is like real it had potential
0: yeah i mean the animation is good the music is really good the graphics are good um the NES game is also much more complicated you have a menu screen for Christ's sake who wanted a menu screen in a double (laughs) dragon game uh there's npcs with dialogue and like i said earlier you have to play very conservatively in order to um you know save those five lives you have i guess you have one continue (laughs) good luck buddy yeah good luck buddy that's a game genie game yeah (laughs) <laughs> yeah you're right so it's, it's just sad
1: because that game was like anticipated i can't imagine yeah. like at the time i was over double dragon so i probably didn't even pay attention to it but like i'm sure some people were like yeah i can't wait to get the new double dragon it just becomes not it's not really like double dragon it's just a really hard brawler yeah
0: mm-hmm. it it is very uh i don't know i Besides, found but it that
1: time like battletoads was out and stuff why would you ever play double battletoads dragon?
0: was out i believe yeah 1991 um
1: so the, interesting we did arcade game Yes. At home. I mean, like, these are amazing, like, awesome Like, brawlers. Konami not and, learn by and
0: Capcom pretty much picked up the pieces of Double Dragon and rearranged them in their own fashion. And mm-hmm. that that ended up being better with, like you said, Ninja Turtles game, Simpsons game, Final Fight. Uh, interesting fact about the japanese arcade game or on the subject of arcade games is the japanese arcade version had a sort of microtransaction system there are shops in that game and you put in actual quarters wow, or yen yeah. in order to buy it. power-ups so cool. how sleazy yeah. is that that's sleazy
2: can you imagine if it was free to play though oh yeah. my god oh my god <laughs> that concept Ray.
1: had not occurred to them at the time then we, yeah would, then we probably would, would have
0: blamed. you need to go back in time and like help them and can a you imagine
1: bringing free to play to the people of 1981 oh yeah. my god they could cra- have been crazy. genius
0: uh here's something weird the final boss, a power pellet final boss fi- final boss final boss of this game is cleopatra what uh i guess in every version about the NES game and the ns game and excuse well, me well let me the...
1: teach you some history Please so do. cleopatra Wait, There are three, the rosetta, three, stones, three, three right? rosetta stones right okay. stones that bimmy had to save <laughs> from her uh, bimmy was a roman
0: okay right um uh, yeah uh, the only the only bimmy i know about is bimmy the kid famous <laughs> wild west outlaw well, he was but, named after Bimmy the Roman. Okay, gotcha. That's that's amazing. Yeah. But okay, uh, in the NES version, you fight uh, a possessed Marion. So I guess it's it's cooler to beat up your girlfriend than to beat up Cleopatra.
1: Man, if you're yeah. an
0: NES censor or whatever. <laughs> yeah,
1: but if that was censored, it's the coolest. censor. <laughs> like you can't not? beat
0: up Cleopatra. Beat up this woman, okay? <laughs> She's yeah. on fire. Um, but the arcade version is
2: terrible. It, it is awkward and just th- rancid looking. It's very obvious that no one from the originals worked on it. Hmm. Um, the chief thing is that it has this weird animation. It's like. Everybody moves on the field in sort of like this stuttery way. Sort of like a tile-by-tile tile sort of motion. Yeah, Unless unless you go to the end of the screen and it pans, then everything moves smoothly. But 90% of the game is just like this stuttery, messy. It's bizarre. It makes weird. no sense.
0: And I have a feeling Technos... That's when the new hardware cartoon hit. Oh, wait. No, we still have a few more years.
1: It's weird like to think like how... Be- I don't know. The games got worse before they got mildly better. Right. We- we'll soon return to that but one thing i wanted to point out is
0: strangely enough most of the other ports were done by a little company called sales curve eventually became eidos weird really weird i
1: like sales curve better
0: sales curve yeah it just indicates we're always gonna be successful look at whoop see Uh, so uh does
1: that mean there isn't eidos uh in britain
0: eidos is now square enix europe yeah so yeah
1: so these games are made in the uk uh I, the I ports were yeah. were I mean, made in the
2: uk i'm guessing because that's the case the, with a lot of them that's why they're terrible yeah a lot of a lot of ports for the old micros and it's just you know
0: not, is, not is there great. anything worse than a just a bad console port to like a european computer or <laughs> i mean yeah like Mega Man, double dragon i'm sure metal gear had some terrible oh, ports. Those
1: pc versions are crazy yeah. for uh,
0: i feel games. so bad for people like people who bought expensive computers at the time and they're like mm-hmm. i'm gonna get the new nintendo game for this and it's like god this is, this is just garbage mm-hmm. uh any other thoughts on double dragon 3 it's just like, so much missed opportunity. And yeah. Too hard. Way too hard.
1: I, yeah. I don't even remember paying attention by that point. Yeah. They, they really lost I it. was totally playing Battletoads. Yeah. Like
2: I said, at least the NES game had potential because there were some, you know, sort of... Uh... I guess you'd call it cinematic-type touches to it. Like, mm-hmm. you know, the game starts when you have to like beat up these guys to save this other guy.
0: Yeah, yeah, there's like a tiny, like, maybe People little... People talk to you and stuff like right, that. Right, it's like a little tutorial room, I guess, like try out your moves in here before right. you get owned outside, but you probably will get owned inside, too, because, Jesus yeah. uh, is hard. But I guess on the other
2: hand, you know, the fact that it was getting more complicated also just hurt it. Mm, so, yeah. Like, Double-jarring in general. That is true.
0: Super Double Dragon 1992, yes. one version, the SNES version, hence the super prefix or whatever you want to call it. Well, technically two. Uh, what, what?
2: Technically two. Two versions.
0: Oh, there's same two? same system, but... Oh, that's right. One is called Return of Double Dragon, right? Right. That's the a Japanese, Japanese version
2: came out later, is actually much better.
0: Yes. So. That We'll get to that in a second. Uh, I, I wrote down generally better than Double Dragon 3 due to the fact that it's playable. Yeah. Uh, I played a lot of it last night. I think it's competent, but kind of monotonous because nothing really punctuates the fighting. And all the Double Dragon games are... Either Wait, like is this
1: Super Double Dragon 4?
0: It's technically the fourth Double Dragon game, so but they it's, didn't it's add only called... The so on. they no. didn't add a 4, So no. they
1: added the 5 for the fighting game.
0: The 5 is the fighting right. game, okay. yeah. okay. Uh, but for weird. this one, like I said, nothing punctuates the fighting. It's not that weird. There, there are no set pieces, really. There's no, like, yeah. big scary enemies. There's no little story segments. And, um... I don't know. Like it just feels like the the fighting is competent. I, I like it a lot because you use a block button to like block. You grab people's arms and they punch you. You punch them while you're holding them. You kick them while you're holding them. You, them holding them, you flip them. There's a lot of cool moves like that. But it's just, right. it just kind of lifeless. Yeah, yeah.
2: There's tons more of that and more of like you know. It looks more like a you know Hong Kong action movie
1: type stuff with all the it different does. animations and whatnot.
0: Yeah, the animations in this game are great, especially when you're when you're holding guys. You can do so much stuff with them. Right. It's great. You have the um, it's more realistic
1: though, right? They're not like cute characters anymore. Yeah,
0: yeah, they're not well, as they're never that cute. They're not as hideous <laughs> I think as they the, are uh, like the NES games. Okay, they're they're, they're not, they're not as cute as the Kunio characters, but they no, they I have know. a kind of like like little
2: Japanese cuteness to them. Yeah, but the but the, was adorable. The general design of this one is just it it's so similar to like Streets of Rage one.
0: Yeah, I agree. Which with is that. a
2: compliment to Streets of Rage one. <laughs>
0: So I have, some, I have some insider news from our good friends at Wikipedia. Cool. Uh, according to the game's planner, um, the game was planned to feature more elaborate stage designs than the ones in the finished version of the game. And there were supposed to be story sequences, and, but they were not yeah. included through, excuse me, time constraints. Marion is not even in this game. She was supposed to be in the game as a policewoman who assists the Lee brothers, but she was cut and only mentioned in the manual. And this game was supposed to feature another opponent after the battle with Duke, who I presume is the last boss. And then this goes on to say the Japanese release called Return of Double Dragon, which Ray mentioned, features several significant differences from its Western counterpart. Uh, the music has changed. Um, let's see what else. Uh, enemy placement is different. There's a final mission with two additional levels after the final battle. And more goodies. So we kind of got screwed with this one. It was released first in America, and then they, I guess they yeah. got around to finishing the game releasing in Japan. So. This is when uh, the publishing went from Acclaim to Trade West. Back US. back to Trade West. We should yeah. mention that Double Dragon 1, Trade West. Yeah. 2 and
2: 3, Acclaim. Yeah. F- super Trade West. Yeah. Then, yeah. Back yeah. to Trade West. Who kind of like then sort of l- lorded it over. They sort of lorded over the franchise and okay. gave us five and stuff. But, uh, yeah. Were they like a Texas joint or something like that?
0: Or Yeah. I thought so. But they were only yeah. a publisher, correct? Yeah. Okay. And they're not around. They they can't be
1: around. My friends worked at a record store in Tucson, and uh, in the back room there is boxes of uh, sealed acclaimed games, and they're all pretty bad. But it was like, um, yeah, it was super early like Super what? Nintendo era. Oh,
2: okay. So it was always. Very <laughs> I was going to ask you that. what B M X Triple X, right?
0: So it, it's kind of a shame that the sixteen. That's not really the sixteen bit debut, but the kind of the sixteen bit reinvention of Double Dragon had to take the form that it did. Because it wasn't really a showstopper. Like, Final Fight was out at the time, and Final yeah. Fight was way better than this. Despite being only a one-player game, it, it looked a lot better. The enemies were huge. Um, the weapons were cooler. The stages were cooler. Like, that moving subway train, nothing in Double Dragon. Excuse me, Super Double Dragon is like that.
2: Yeah. And that's yeah, what it was going up
0: against. I mean, I think that's where they really lost their And in Time and whatnot. Yeah, yeah. 91, 92 had a lot of great oh, arcade um, ports for the huh, SNES. Billy? Billy?
1: What, um, what? <laughs> I think, uh, yeah, I mean, well, the Simpsons game, right? Those yeah, brawlers. definitely. I mean, there were so many brawlers out at the time, superhero-based ones, and a lot of those came to the Super NES. Right, like the know?
0: Avengers, uh, Captain America and the Avengers, I think. The was one of them. The
1: Tick. Uh, I wouldn't say uh, that's was, a great game, but... <laughs> uh, that game is... That game is is does the tick service. I think so. In, in a game I'm version. surprised that it is like ironically bad. Yeah. And I think that's a great way for it to go. <laughs> I'll
0: have to play uh that more to confirm it, but I'll, I'll take your word for it's it. Cool. Now.
1: Um so are we you won't with... you won't like playing it, but you'll in hindsight you'll be like, <laughs> that like, was funny.
0: Just like the Tick. Yeah. Um, so anything else on Super Double Dragon, guys? I... Nope. Just play the Japanese one. Please do. I need to do that after yeah. finding out about this. So let's move on to our next game. Hello, guys. Battletoads and Double Dragon. Right. 93, 94. SNES, right. Genesis, SNES, and Game Boy. One word before we continue. Hmm. Finally. <laughs> yeah. Finally, they've, they've, they've joined together. They've joined
2: forces. What, 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 like, what kid wasn't waiting for this to happen? <laughs> no kid. Sorry. Go ahead, Ray. Now, here's where that Trade West advantage comes in. Okay, cuz you know, they were publishing a lot of rare games, <gasps> including Battletoads and so. This that's true. Uh Trade West pu- excuse me, Trade West published
0: Battletoads? Yes. That's right. Oh my god, thank you for bringing that to my attention, Ray, because I w- as a kid this <clears throat> baffled me. I don't know about you guys. Like to me this felt like a direct-to-video movie or direct-to-DVD movie as right. you would call it now. Like these these action stars kind of slumming in this kind of low-budget production. I think it is
1: like a, I mean, I, I think it's there was no crossovers at the time, so I think there that's like a really cool game crossover. It
0: might have been one of the first video game crossovers. Um, I mean,
1: I, I we're gonna be called out for saying anything like that. But yeah, yeah. I, I think it was a significant crossover because the universes were so separate. They had different, you know, developers and publishers because they had so many different ones. I mean, like it's just a weird combination. I, I don't hate it. The I mean, plays Yeah, no, I, hmm. I like the game.
0: Actually. I like it's that cool. it exists, and and I like that you it, know it's playable and excuse me a little fun but uh, if like now and as a kid it just is like why or what what but uh-huh. it seems cheap yeah i just like to me double dragon and battletoads had lost all relevance by 93 94 and um we'll talk about the cartoon in a bit but battletoads kind of had the tiny window of relevance where you weren't really sure if it was a tmnt parody mm-hmm. or not they tried to have a cartoon but the pilot never got picked up it was aired like randomly on some it's thanksgiving good, yeah, yeah. Oh, wait, no, it's not.
1: <laughs> it is. It has a really good theme song. Is it
0: better than the Bubsy here cartoon? they come.
1: It's the Battletoads. Uh, no. Battletoads.
0: Maybe we'll throw that in here. It's really good. So uh, let's talk about the game itself, Battletoads, Double Dragon. Have you guys played
1: it? Um, oh, yeah. What so, do you
0: think? I mean, to me, It's it feels, probably
1: the one I played the most after one. I, I would say it's probably the same for me, too. I read because it Because, I, I mean, like, I loved Battletoads, and so when, you know, finding... And this was hard to find, too. Like, this isn't a game that, like, you know, you went out of your way to play then. And so i don't think a lot of people played it and and it's not like technically rare but like the nes version like you're not going to come across this very often so like i found it pretty recently and i i played mm. through it then yeah and i i didn't play the super nintendo version i've only played the nes version I play well, i'll tell you both. what they're probably pretty similar
2: they all look exactly the same they do play. yeah despite the fact you know there was the super nes battletoads game that was completely different and yeah like, like these are all just like carbon copies of like the nes
1: battletoads mm-hmm.
2: "Quote unquote engine." <laughs>
1: <laughs> well, and like there's actually some impressive graphical stylings in Battletoads, and yeah. they show through in this game. There's some cool, yeah. like kind of pseudo three D environments and stars going by in yeah. the background. But so like gameplay that. wise, it's basically Battletoads 1.5. Yeah, yeah. Mm-hmm. I don't have anything to complain yeah, about with that. Do you fight these or good or good
0: these strange like three D type enemies in Battletoads Double Dragon? Like really early on? I'm sorry, I should look this up, but I'm just remembering there's some really like, cool Q-Q-Bert graphical style three D. You just um, mean like the dis the disjointed ball. Thing, arm thing. maybe i'm thinking of that yeah, yeah there are some cool like graphical tricks but rare did that a lot yeah, not really 3d yeah. just uh i mean like pseudo 3d i mean what you're going to get on the nes like some weird graphical tricks no, i mean still and treasures like...
1: no okay i think i know what no, you're talking so. about bob
0: you don't know what I'm talking about no i think do? I do. okay yeah. yeah there's there's some weird like rare magic happening okay. like it's in like their it's NES like games. a fake
1: pre-rendered thing where it's like a shadow there's a shadow on the side of something to make it look 3d while it's hopping around
0: Something like that. I'll, I'll go back to it, maybe update the blog. But yeah. um, to me, like I said, this felt like more of a Battletoads sequel than a Double Dragon game. And I, I played the Battletoads game for the SNES, and it felt like just a remake of the original game. I know yeah, it I've wasn't, but um, it didn't really feel different enough from the original game to to make it you a know, proper sequel. I, th- I think it was called Battletoads and Battle Maniacs or yeah. something like that. But, this was um,
1: 1994, right? Uh, 93
0: and 94 for this game, yeah.
1: I mean, think how late that is, too. That is very late. If you liked Battletoads originally, then by this time you probably weren't into Battletoads anymore. I really (laughs) hope not. Because you could be playing Final Fantasy 2.
0: Yeah, or like any number of other better brawlers, really. So, any any other words on this game? I mean, I like it. I, I have no problem with it. It feels like a less... A ridiculous version of Battletoads, and by ridiculous, I mean less difficult. So I still this, can't finish it, This but was
1: definitely, like, Saturday morning cartoon-era cash-in game.
0: And stuff. It feels like it, yeah. I mean, both these series had cartoons, but only Double Dragon would really have yeah. cartoon with longevity. We'll get to that
2: in a minute. And they didn't really do anything with it except make games, you know? Yeah. There were no... I don't think there were any, like, action figures or anything. <laughs> there <laughs> probably the, were based
0: on the movie, but... For the...
1: For Double Dragon? I, I mean, Battletoads
2: Double thing. Dragon. Oh, no no, hmm. no, no, no. No, no. They didn't... I mean... No. It would have
1: been so great if they were in the Double Dragon cartoon.
2: Or oh, Slurpee God. Cup or something. Cool. Yeah. would have been awesome. Let's
0: move on to the <clears> first, <throat> uh, I guess the second non-Technos developed game, uh, Battle, excuse me, Double Dragon 5, The Shadow Falls. Mm-hmm. I do want to mention, this is 1995, by the way, I do want to mention that a crappy cartoon and a lousy movie, 1993 and 94 respectively, changed the identity of Double Dragon forever. Um, and it felt weird like there was this like weird synergy happening in 93, 94 where whoever held the rights to Double Dragon I assume Trade West was trying everything they could to make this franchise relevant when to me yeah. as a kid it felt like it was irrelevant from yeah. Final Fight on <laughs> um, I mean 93, 94 were you as baffled as I was like why are they shut suddenly pushing Double Dragon down my throat I thought it was gone I mean I thought I, they'd yeah, they the series off I don't know who off. would have
1: put up the money for that it was crazy
0: but yeah this was a one-on-one fighting game it, it it looks awful and the designs on the cartoon are just like ridiculous and terrible and i just feel
1: like we, we kind of glossed over some of the stuff where it's like we, double dragon was a big part of the wizard and like a part of like nintendo promotion like yeah like double dragon was part of like the feel of nintendo like nintendo kind of absorbed that and nintendo power pushed it a lot and stuff like that so like there was a there was this kind of awareness of double dragon and i don't know how that happened it has a very... Uh, so I wasn't too surprised when that happened.
0: Yeah, I mean, it has a very evocative name, I think, like a perfect name for a video game of the it 80s. And, and a cool um, logo, right? It did, too. The dragons and the... And, I mean, it had 18 ports, so more than just... Or 16 to 18 ports. <laughs> mm-hmm. More than just the NES saw it. So it had some supreme relevance in the 80s amongst video gamers. And I think they carried it as far as they could. I mean, um, because yep. the games weren't getting better yeah. and they weren't and doing a anything property It
1: started as a game, right? So it's like... if you, you could say like oh I wouldn't have expected Teenage Mutant Ninja Turtles to the movie to happen or whatever that was pretty far after Turtle Mania yeah but like Ninja Turtles had been around to so many things by that point Like, I think 3 was was probably the the
0: 3 was probably the Ninja Turtles movie that was like still I think it was like 93 or 94 maybe Maybe that's what yeah it's like now they're going back in time what um so yeah like i said the the cartoon and movie changed the identity of the uh, double dragon series now it had, kind of had to stuck stick to this weird ugly continuity and all the characters were just hideous looking yeah i did i only played <laughs> this game for a little bit i'm sorry if you like this but it was just awful yep. um i did want to mention the most 90s character i would ever seen in my life uh in this fighting game his name is bones he's mm-hmm. a skeleton with a cobra etched into his skull mm-hmm. and he's wearing a hot pink <laughs> vest and hot pink sneakers mm-hmm. jean shorts and he has electric guitar and sunglasses dear sweet lord yeah. they were in the fucking media for like poochie or something yeah, what right. are his
1: likes on his bio uh he likes uh i forget but he hates dogs he hates dogs yeah because yeah. they eat his head that he throws or something
2: i guess so bone. but it's bone, uh, right. um, i fucking hate 90s cartoons yeah yeah oh my god to be a dragon
1: you gotta be sharp
2: Hungry, never always fight for right battle then go with the power of
1: that you can avoid it, Jimmy and Billy Lee are Dragon Masters now. Well, they made up a bunch of generic. I mean, this is fighting game craze time,
0: so yeah, everybody definitely. had to have
1: a fighting game, and they're all they're all bad.
0: And I, I assume that uh, Bones had a skateboard at some point, but <laughs> let's not talk about that. Uh, I do want to move on because we need to. No, wrap no, rollerblades. Oh, rollerblades. Oh yeah. God, Ray.
1: <laughs> Why? Well, I do want to point out there was an important fact we learned about the characters of Billy, uh, Billy Lee, and Jimmy Lee, and that Billy Lee likes milk.
0: And he changed his name from Bimmy to Billy. <laughs> finally, <laughs> it wasn't working out. Billy Paperwork Billy Lee likes through. milk.
1: Yeah, that's okay. his bio.
0: Wow, what a what likes a, what a crazy character. Does a
2: body good.
0: <laughs> Let's move on really quick to Double Dragon 6-1. What the F? Uh, 1995, Neo Geo, Neo Geo CD and PlayStation. 95, friends. This game did not come to America, meaning Double Dragon, for all intents and purposes, was dead in America. Developed by Technos Japan. Thanks, Trade West. Yeah. They went back to their one-on-one fighting roots. I can't say a lot about this game. I watched a video of it and the most i took away from it was this ridiculous saxophone theme that plays whenever Bi- billy I almost said bimmy <laughs> whenever wow. billy and jimmy activate their special moves it plays this ridiculous when they
1: join together and become <laughs> bimmy
0: bimmy i guess so it's like <laughs> their fusion dance or something uh, yeah <laughs> but it plays this ridiculous saxophone theme like ripped out of like some horrible 80s sitcom whenever yeah, um, it's, uh... they activate this it's just... how does it go Uh, i'll I'll drop it in here somewhere but it feels like uh i don't know like simon simon are on the case or something i don't know but um yeah yeah. so like i said no american release you can ignore this ray do you have anything to add i just i I mean technos japan made it yeah and this is probably like their last gasp at anything i mean i I assume (laughs) that they folded soon after this right yeah they,
2: they made that in the super dodgeball neo geo game okay and then some ps1 stuff a couple years later. And That's then, right. Uh, but yeah, this is just a, an insane fighting game. It has, you know, characters who are named after characters in Double Dragon, but don't really look like them. Um, Wikipedia
0: like, told me it was based on the movie, but look at, looking at the game, some, it didn't look like it. It has
2: some really tenuous ties to it. It's like, it's not obvious that like, it's based on the movie or anything, but it's like, I it's kind of like you st- you look at it and it's like, well, what the hell else could it be based on? Well, I couldn't find it. Like, the is, like, where was Alyssa
0: Milano? Where was
2: Scott Wolf? Yeah. Where was the well, whole like Marian- party of five? Marion just looks like regular Japanese teenage girl, you know? And yeah, it's, just, it's insane. So um, yeah, it's like okay, it's not like the Neo Geo was all fighting games at the time. There were you know uh, beat 'em ups on Neo Geo, and you yeah. could have just made a brand new Double Dragon. Oh, how, how cool that instead been. of making yet
1: another. I think a, a one yeah, puzzle game was in order by that point.
2: Yeah, <laughs> <Like>
0: Double <laughs> no, Dragon. No, that was one of their PS One games. <laughs> oh that's right was it like a cuneo ramen
2: no, game or no, udon no or? i was, I was okay. joking i was thinking of geom cube okay i thought there was like a
0: weird cuneo udon for, puzzle for, game yeah for or something. Super Famicom. okay Phantom, gotcha yeah. um so yeah let's let's move on from that that was a dark this is a dark day but double <laughs> dragon 6-1 was there gonna be a 6-2 i don't know maybe that was wishful thinking was but... this
1: so uh, 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 a game tape neo geo game uh, yeah. I would or is it, uh, it wasn't like a pocket it was neo just like geo, full on neo geo
0: neo geo cd and playstation
2: oh cd
1: okay. yeah so i mean not arcade not no, arcade, arcade. it Hulk was up. it was okay yeah
0: it was arcade oh and it was an it arcade game. game too okay i didn't know that thank you ray well at least i hope so <laughs> <laughs> uh
2: but yeah go ahead look up some videos saying yeah, yeah. i will shocked. i'm really yeah. excited you're gonna be shocked Six and vomiting one. but w- i never where's this dash one come from I don't, uh that's a japanese
0: name uh like for some reason wikipedia lists this under double dragon five but it's a different game I always thought it was just called Double Dragon. Um, I don't know. It's it's called Double Dragon 6.1. Yeah, oh, Six why. Point One. Yeah, I don't know why Six
2: One. Sorry. Okay. Yeah, that's I mean, the name I both got. Both are funny. Yeah. I think it's someone on Wikipedia trying to be cute. <sighs> it wasn't just Wikipedia. It was a okay. bunch of like sources. All right. It was
1: your own website. I, I checked right. Woodward and Bernstein yep.
0: for that one. So <laughs> let's move on to Double Dragon Advance. What two thousand three Game Boy Advance. That's uh, not retro. It's retro enough, Sam. Okay. Uh, it's a remake. It's been ten years. It's a remake of the original, uh, directed by one of the Technos Japan guys. And it was published by Alice around the time of their River City Ransom remake. And I did find a really cool uh, sort of commentary on the making of this game. Uh, and I'll put a link to that on the blog, but it's pretty cool. And it looks like a really good remake. have you guys played it?
1: it the making of a Double Dragon remake? Well, it's kind of cool. I got an idea.
0: Well, I mean, this guy worked on the original and he was kind of going over like, like his history with the original and how he's applying it to this remake. But looking at videos, this is less a remake of the NES version and more like an adaptation of the arcade game. Yeah. Because you don't fight a Bobo on the conveyor belts, so you fight him in front of like a warehouse. So maybe if you played the NES version, this Crucial. is not the game for you, but it's a good port of the arcade game, it looks like. Have you guys played this Double Dragon Advance? Not really. Not I was told by Jose, and I'm going to hold his feet to the fire on this one, it had a weird two player mode in which you controlled both Billy and Jimmy, and you used a button to switch off between them while the other guy would just freeze in place. I don't know if that's true or not, but he told me he remembers that. So maybe you guys can let me I know if that's true. I think I probably made
1: like a solemn vow to never play another Devil Dragon game <laughs> after like probably sometime in swore in a Bible in I 1997. Mean, I you know, I can't imagine a, even a remake now. I wouldn't go play a Double Dragon game. Uh, but I will play, you know, the the contemporary uh, Bobo's Big Adventure. Yes, yeah, so we're going to get to that after you told me about
0: in it. In one more game. I How about wait. Double Dragon for Zeebo? <laughs> 2009. What is okay. Zeebo? <laughs> really? What the hell now is Zeebo? Really? Uh, someone asked me to mention that. Zebo is a <laughs> console. <laughs> Congratulations,
1: Zebo. Sold
0: to developing markets like China, Mexico, parts of Russia. Mostly uh, Brazil, I believe. Brazil. Yeah. and I, I would- hear
1: the Genesis is big there. Mm. Still.
0: And <laughs> it was uh it was cloud-based basically it oh had, really it was a 3g based console that is amazing thank you ray ray knows more than me about this yeah and, and so do research
2: because of that because you know 3g is kind of associated with cell phones it's basically ports of cell phone games I on a tv console
0: i looked at the video for this and it seemed like a fine version of the game i couldn't play it but it didn't seem egregiously bad in any yeah. way to me so how's the music uh it's the same music for double dragon one only remixed in whatever Music they Samba. use for Zebo. I don't know. Uh, Samba, traditional Chinese uh, ballads, whatever country you're playing it in, it switches to. Uh, which is weird because Technos had a weird thing about Russian music. A lot of their music is like has these weird like Russian melodies yeah. and rip off Russian composers a lot. So yeah. maybe it was destined for Russia. Let's move on. We got to
1: figure out that guy's name now. Yes,
0: I need mean, to find that out.
1: Sounds like
0: a fun interview. Um, here's the next game. Unaffiliated with the franchise, but it's probably the best Double Dragon game since two. A Bobo's Big Adventure, 2011. <laughs> it's a flash game and in a sea of terrible flash games this is a great one it's the ultimate nintendo mashup and each each level plays like a specific nintendo game it's not as lazy as you think it would be in fact it is incredibly <laughs> creative with stolen assets i'll say that cool. like every sprite you've ever seen in a nintendo game is in there in some way i'm exaggerating of course but it's like it's like a where's waldo of nintendo games like i recognize that there thing already from that was thing. two
1: where's waldo nintendo games
0: but uh, <laughs> It's not the Where's Waldo Nintendo games of Nintendo games. <laughs> it's the Where's Waldo of Nintendo games. Uh, Jeremy and I actually played through this on a, on a one-up video, and I'll post it to the blog. But um, have you guys played this? I love it. It's great. It's hilarious.
1: I heard about it for the first time a couple weeks ago, and then a friend like totally out of the blue mentioned it on Facebook yesterday. Mm-hmm. And so it was really, really strange. I said, oh, you should like, play, play it. that for the um, podcast. I didn't because you... I played a Spelunky all night instead. Oh, okay. I mean, you can
0: still go back to it, but... I will. Uh, what is good about this game is it does way more than you think it will because i believe the first stage is like sort of like a double dragon style game and you're like okay i get it they're kind of turning the tables the enemy is now the um the the, the protagonist whatever i believe the next level is an underwater mario level where you control a bobo <laughs> swimming and he has a long yoshi tongue he uses to pick up like uh, eat enemies and like eat fruit and stuff so and there's a contra level there's a punch out level there's an urban champion level did I mean, you say
1: this is the second best double dragon uh,
0: game <laughs> uh, i would say maybe Okay, and it, and it's un, it's un, unaffiliated with the series. Ray, have you played this? I love it. Yeah, I played a little bit of
2: it, but I didn't uh, like it that much. Oh, I'm sorry. Stuff like that just kind of is like pandering to me. I gotta say, I, I do I agree that, that it's
0: it's pandery. Like I don't like Scott Pilgrim for that reason, but yeah. I feel like this is more like of a collage than it is. Um, an original work don't so, you think
1: that underwater Yoshi thing sounds funny no <laughs> really come on Ray Sorry. Ray we're
0: gonna we're gonna convince you by end yeah. of this but um, I mean I like it check it out maybe if, if you're more in line with Ray's um, state of mind you don't want to check it out but I recommend you give it a chance um, I am way more cadre, so
2: yeah. let's just recognize that <laughs> Are we gonna mention rage of the dragons though which um, is a questionable dragon double dragon i'll game. let you do that because I, have, I haven't written down here well it's another fighting game for neo geo made by a brazilian development team in like 2002 or three and it's like it has it's it's not an official double dragon game but it does have characters that look a lot like billy and jimmy and like mary and stuff and some original characters
1: and it was just it's, it's so there's a blonde guy a guy with brown hair and a girl that gets punched in the
2: something like that something weeks. like that yeah okay. there's more girls than that though <laughs> uh but yeah it's just a regular fighting game it looks good you know it's more up to date with like you know early 2000s neo geo art styles and
1: whatnot and uh is a Bobo yeah. in the fighting games for double dragon
2: he is in the first one yeah how is that i think so how does he yeah. look well i think that's why people compare it to the movie because he does look sort of like ogre like mutant yeah okay. more mutant like not exactly like the movie but yeah. the yeah. superhead, yeah so um, yeah thank
0: you ray for adding to that and yeah. we'll move on to our last game the freshly released double dragon neon That's right 2012 Oof. by way forward
2: is that correct yes. okay and uh, actually you know advised by one of the, the guy uh who was you know oversaw those games before in the original ones at like technos i
0: i i heard nothing but bad things about this but i downloaded it last night and you know what it's it's i had fun with it cool i don't know i mean i understand why i still don't
1: understand how way forward puts out a game a month
0: i don't understand that there's got to be some weird like devil contract we don't know about and all their games are great i I really
1: like most of their games i just one just does not appeal to me because of that compact from
0: 1993 i gotta say oh okay yeah you swore in the bible now you can't like another game gotcha um yeah like i understand why people don't like it. it it's playing up a very very specific theme in that it's like hey it's the 80s and everything in the game is very 80s but they are not um lazy with their theme they it's very thorough and that everything ties into this 80s theme what i don't like about it is the fact that it's always winking at you like hey how about those 80s mm-hmm. they don't let the things stand for themselves they don't like the 80s thing stand for themselves they're like they always have to point them out to you as if you don't understand the joke and i do and i do <laughs> like the jokes like okay mm. Um, I did write down the music in this game is awesome and not all of it is tied into the 80s theme, but some of it is And a matter of fact the second level if you want to play that far check it out There's a great 80s pop song completely original to this game I believe and it sounds like it could be a like Madonna. Excuse me a Madonna
2: Madonna
0: bimmy and jimmy lee <laughs> a madonna yeah. b-side it's really great like and i don't know they remix other technos music and it really shows that this music is timeless and it stands up no matter what you do to it um you guys
1: haven't played this?
2: I did. Yeah. Oh, you did. I watched
1: videos. <clears throat> what yeah, do you think, think,
2: Ray? They do do a lot of clever stuff in it with the gameplay and like collecting the tapes and whatnot to like upgrade yourself. And that's um, that's one thing
0: I did want to point out. Not, not to interrupt you, but like the music, there's a there's a theme to this game that ties in with the '80s thing. That everything you pick up is a cassette tape. Yeah. So your cassette tapes, uh, you have different stances, which are different ways your stats grow, and then you have different moves, which are obviously different moves. Yeah. And each one has an associated musical tape with it, and each musical tape has its own song of a specific genre. <clears throat> So as you're switching between um, like stances and moves, you you hear the different songs. It's really cool. That's I mean, really they didn't cool. need to put that much work into it, but they
2: did, and I appreciate that. I'm um, sorry. So right, is go it ahead. a standard yeah. brawler? Yeah, pretty much. Yeah, yeah, it's very standard. Two player. I think and, you know, um, the controls are all right for what they are. You know, you have like the the run move, and you know, you
1: can duck and do some stuff. and I just can't play brawlers anymore. I mean I know it's because you fought a double dragon, but like I got I got Crashers is all right, you know, I like that game, but like I, I will I can't say go back though and
2: that it. you know the big problem is the visual stuff and it's like for way forward a company who is lauded so much for their two D games, they made, you know, a polygonal double dragon game. And the thing with that is that you it, there's something about these ki kinds of beat ups in particular that's so hard to make them look or feel good in, you know, in 3d with polygons mm-hmm. and neon, you know, it's not terrible. It's not, it, it's not quite like turtles in time, reshelled the sort of like bad attempt, but it's still kind of iffy. I agree with end. that. It's
0: not perfect. It's not yeah. ideal. Like for me, it's maybe like a C plus, B minus sort yeah. of and range.
2: It's, and it's way forward, not playing to their strengths. Yeah.
0: And But the it, game well, has um, really cool 2D art and like menus and character portraits and stuff. But the 3D models, I don't like that much.
2: Right. Actually. And the backgrounds are 2D, but they're static. Yeah. You know, yeah. there's like nothing going on in them. And, you know, I always say if you're going to make a beat 'em up that, <laughs> you know, and it's not 1993, you should add some sort of spectacle to it. Yeah, it's mean, like there's we, nothing going on in these backgrounds. We do expect a little more now. Yeah. Now that we've so seen think, so much. I think, you know, that, that's really the, the big crutch. But otherwise, um, you know, if you can look past that, it is a fairly solid game. I agree. Uh, and, that's like, overlook the
0: bad reputation. Like Ray said, the, the polygonal graphics aren't what WayForward does best. And I'm not a big fan of how the enemies and characters look. But I've played a lot of Double Dragon games recently, guys. And this is one of the good ones. <laughs> yeah. uh, i got to say, Double Dragon 3 can roast in hell for all I care <laughs> compared to Double Dragon Neon. Because, I don't know, Neon, I, I like it any other final thoughts on neon
1: i hope they make a movie out of it
0: oh man yeah Uh, what's Alyssa milano look like now
2: (laughs) only gonna find out with double dragon neon they should have just they should make they should make a 2d one
1: point to something or you know atari
2: (laughs) 3ds 3ds (laughs) yeah 3ds or yeah something like that something like that
0: but i mean good try i like it and maybe there'll be a double dragon neon too if this takes off because people like their nostalgia stuff that's why we're here so, end question, I want to know, what does Double Dragon mean to you guys? Uh, I want to go first. It doesn't mean a lot to me, but unfortunately. <laughs> uh, it felt like it never really had that much relevance outside of maybe its initial first game. And then, like the, what like what has happened with Technos throughout their entire history, uh, RAP, other people have taken their ideas and done more with them, either with more money or more talented people. Um and i do have fond memories of the first and second game and i just that whole era sort of makes me happy but going back and playing these like i said there are maybe three good double dragon games or three games worth playing and one or two of them aren't actual double dragon games so um, (laughs) i'm sorry double dragon and i i love technos japan and your music is great and your characters are great but uh, i just think that you know final flight ninja turtles simpsons i mean they really did great things with the fighting brawler genre and you guys kind of stagnated yeah. uh sam sorry i don't want to take all the words out of your mouth guys no
1: i think i you said a lot of what i think i think um double dragon kind of represents for me this time in which beat-em-ups were this cutting edge like awesome type of game because the graphics were always really good yeah and that. the enemies are huge yeah yeah and like and like i remember going to arcades and being impressed by beat-em-ups and when they came home they, they were usually pretty impressive too so you know, especially for things like Golden Axe for me. Like, I can't imagine, like, a game which I thought was more beautiful when I was a kid. Oh, I was yeah, like, oh yeah. my god, like, this this game is gorgeous. Even the Sega Genesis sold so itself
0: on a brawler, like, Altered Beast. How yeah. crappy was that game? But it was packed in with the Genesis.
1: So, and then brawlers always had a theme or a twist. And I always thought that Double Dragons was, like, it was the kung fu, you know, kind of, like, martial arts brawler. And that didn't appeal to me as much as most of the other ones as a kid. But I got it. And uh, that's what I still feel... it. it that's what it is now it's from this time and then it just tried to like stretch out the height of the brawler the beat-em-up stuff like way too way too far yeah yeah it didn't it didn't give it up until it Mm -hmm. became a fighting game and then it was beating a dead horse of fighting games
2: i agree yeah i mean to build on that historically speaking it was a one-hit wonder and Mm -hmm. it's like it it was you know we can say that Renegade was like the first type of built scroll beat-em-up with these things and those things and that's where it all started but Double Dragon was the one that set everything off because you know the graphics were good enough and the gameplay was good enough that people just started ripping it off and improving upon the formula Capcom didn't make Final Fight because of Renegade right yeah exactly (laughs) and then Streets of Rage and yada yada Um, so yeah and Technos then focused more on Kunio games you know and those were also great beat-em-ups but you know they didn't really seem to put a lot of energy and care into what got them there yeah and they seem
0: to be split between okay japan you get the kunio games america you get the double
2: dragon game i mean you, right yeah no that that's a good point too is that double dragon probably is more recognizable here yeah
1: <laughs> i think double dragon has had an amazing uh advertising team here just like it it true. Had a huge amount of dollars and, and savviness <laughs> i'll try to it. dig
2: up a cool commercial to throw in somewhere yeah
1: well, you know, I mean
2: between all Good the points there was like eighteen different marketing <laughs> campaigns for yeah, it. That's true. And you know, everybody drew the Billy and Jimmy differently and you know, it's just a crazy mess of you know I, crap. I do remember like remnants of the
0: Double Dragon 2 commercial. I just remember Double Dragon Two from Acclaim. Yeah. Like at the end.
1: <laughs> yeah. Double Dragon Two, the revenge for your Nintendo Entertainment System. <laughs> ever from
0: claim. Uh, so yeah, that's all I have to add. So sorry, Technos. We like Double Dragon a little bit, but it kind of outlasted its relevance. It if was it fun ever... to talk about Yeah, that. I enjoy talking about it. Yeah, I enjoy playing these
2: games, and I did so much research. Very, very daunting.
1: It was worth it. It was worth yeah. it, I agree. Uh, if
2: you read uh, former One-Upper Matt Leone's article, interview with the guy who made Double Dragon on Polygon, you know, they go into this a little bit. Oh, how nice. All the, how the, all the art styles were so disparate, and also like... You know how uh, the guy how how he worked with Way Forward to make everything at least as accurate as possible, art cool. wise. I had no
0: idea he was so involved with that. That's cool. Yeah, I
2: love
1: thinking about accuracy and double drag. Well, <laughs> you know, like I said, you have to aim like, for something.
2: Yeah. Something 90 different renditions of billy and jimmy between you know cartoons and comics Plus, when you well. throw in
1: bimmy yeah
0: <laughs> bimmy and sunny yeah the uh that's like the uh the the extra duke boy or, they added bones? or whatever what's the bones? or like what's the, what's bones the, is just bones, bones okay. yeah
2: yeah bimmy and sunny are like wario and waluigi right.
0: <laughs> jesus all right uh let's wrap where's up? that flash game yeah seriously <laughs> bimmy and sunny's great wait bimmy and say that's right yeah, yeah, when great. I say the word "bimmy," my brain's like, wait, stop talking.
2: Just, <laughs> something bad just happened. <laughs> Is a, this bim- a stroke? Hold on.
0: <laughs> so let's wrap up. Uh, contact info. We are at Retronauts on Twitter. R-E-T-R-O-N-A-U-T-S. Please follow us, guys. We will give you all kinds of good news about when shows are going up and uh, when blog posts are made. Um, you guys, please give out your Twitter accounts if you would like to. Yeah, I'm Samuel underscore IGN i am rdb underscore aaa thank you guys uh, underscore please, bros underscore bros i don't have one i'm sorry uh subscribe to our blog that's oneupblogs.com slash retronauts or r-e-t-r-o-k-n-o-t-s.com i do a blog post for each episode and i list all the music you've you, you heard in this episode and we have lots of other great posts unrelated to the episode so check that out dudes and also read one up And as always, please keep the reviews coming to the iTunes Music Store. That helps us in some nebulous way that I'm trying to figure out. And also talk about us on message boards, start threads, get the conversation going. I got this idea from the Something Awful Forum, so please let me know what you want to hear about on Retronauts. Um, What do you guys have to plug? Anything going on this week that people should check out on Uh, IGN? I've just been writing
1: about the Wii U all week.
0: Really? What do you think, Sam?
1: I'm excited for it I am too I pre-ordered but I would be more excited if there was you know games that, that I really wanted to play if Yeah, nothing I'm just clamoring
0: for I'm more looking to upgrade my diamond.
1: Wii premium meat. sunny I pre- <laughs> yes I pre-ordered a premium though.
0: thanks Ray what are you working on I know I, you're working on something
2: I just finished the new issue of scroll
0: and, Ray, would you, I want to make you commit to this on the air. Do you want to do a Ninja Turtles episode? No, of yes. Retronauts? Because, yeah,
2: it's about Ninja Turtles. Yes, so yeah. that'll
0: be the next one, I hope. More beat him up stuff, a little bit. And, and uh, yeah. Yeah, so check out Ray's issue of Scrolls at 7. Yes. Okay, issue seven. And next time, we're going to try to get the Ninja Turtles episode off the ground here. Thank you, for Ray, for doing the research for me. Yeah, <laughs> no problem. I don't have to do that now. Thank you. As yeah. for me, I just took point on Japan Week all week on 1UP. And today, excuse me, today's Friday. Wednesday, there should have went up an uh, a interview with the Katamari Damashi creator. I asked him a few questions. I think it's pretty interesting. Nice. So check that out. And also, all the articles were written this week. And I will see you guys next week with hopefully our Ninja Turtles episode. Take it easy. God's take baby. Thanks, Bob.